with your host, Local Neighborhood Mamie. It has been quite some time, but I'm here. Notice what I said, I'm here. And that's really, at the end of the day, all that matters to me (laughs) is that I'm here right now. Um, And it, it, like, it's all I can do. I'm here. Um, and I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be coming back to the airwaves. I hope that you guys are still around, still alive, still kicking, still doing great things. There is so much to talk about. I really could have come back with a gem of an episode because I do have one in the backlogs recorded with an amazing, amazing, amazing set of guests. Um, and the episode was quite incredible, if I do say so myself. However, before I just lay that on you, which I think that you guys would have enjoyed, I want to like at least, <laughs> you know, come back and sort of say or at least update you guys on like what I've been up to. What what's the scuttlebutt? <laughs> like what's the 411? Like something, you know what I mean? And actually, I have a lot to say because I've discovered a lot of things. I've been getting into a lot of things. I've discovered a lot of things about myself. And I think it's important to share these things because I'm pretty sure that there are some of you guys out there that may benefit from some of the things that I've learned about myself. So let's just get right on into it. Um, okay. First things first, uh, it's like I said, been quite a while. No excuses. I'm just I just have not been here Um, mentally. (laughs) I'm have you guys ever heard that song by the Pixies called Where Is My Mind? Yeah. Yeah. Theme song. Theme song. Um, But the thing is, is this time has been well spent. And one of the the things that you guys could probably be proud of me about and one of the things that I'm pretty proud about is that I am back in therapy. I'm back in therapy. As much as I know that you guys probably, well, at least some of you guys probably just like want to beat me up because I've been away so long. Thank goodness this is virtual, so you actually cannot, (laughs) but I get it. I totally get it, but I have been in therapy and it's been, it's been good for me. I went back into therapy at a time where, you know, I was just like kind of at my wits end and like knew that I was kind of careening down that black hole, you know, if you're, if you're clinically depressed, 
um, you kind of understand like the signs and stuff where you're tanking and and over time I think you can learn to like really identify that and and understand what you need the steps that you need to take to avoid actually you know existential despair existential despair yeah I can talk um I did that I I was able to sign up for therapy and one thing I will tell you guys okay so I was the a biggest advocate for like oh like I really really want to like be face to face with a therapist I just feel like virtually it's not the same and I will still say that like it isn't the same but actually for this space this time in my life I'm okay with that um and I was able to go onto this website. Hopefully they sponsor me. I'm trying to get them to sponsor me. So I'm not going to say the name of the website yet. But I was able to go onto this website. And it was so easy for me to get a therapist and get an appointment really quickly. And like just kind of hit the ground running. As opposed to the awfulness of like knowing that you're in a really bad space. And then like trying to book an appointment they're like oh, we have nothing available for you for like the next six months and it's like in six months i'll be dead like i don't understand and they're like okay well call an emergency room and it's like not that dead you know what i mean like i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to do that um so yeah so anyways i was able to get into therapy again and it's been I, I'm just proud of myself that I'm that I'm even in therapy to be quite honest with you it's been quite hard so this is the thing that I've discovered that I think that I should share with you guys Our, a lot of you guys who have been through therapy before know that it's it can be difficult and the ones of you that have not I'll tell you that like it can be difficult to talk to a stranger i mean the nice part about therapy is that you get to talk to a licensed professional totally a third party unbiased who can analyze your situation and help you to kind of self-discover and hopefully you know lead you on a more positive path in your life right and and just unpack some of the trauma that you've probably experienced some of the skeletons in your closet and just kind of clean them up with you and 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 you know whatever I don't know. I don't have any more metaphors in my toolkit. Point being that it's it's a good thing. But then at the same time, like just relive it. Like when you talk about um some of these things that have happened to you, it can be really hard to vocalize them. And and as you do vocalize them, it sort of takes you back into the experience. And so it can be extremely draining and extremely, you know, mentally like exhausting. But in the end, like the results are really good. So, uh, yeah, it can be difficult um, and it has been difficult. And for me, I think I've said it to you guys a million times, but like one of my favorite hobbies is writing. I can't I mean, I wish it was more than a hobby. I wish somebody would pay me to write. I wish that I had the I don't know um, what to call it, but like the. Mm, I don't know what, what would be a good word for this. The ambition, you know, the drive. Yeah, the drive to put myself out there and publish something, get, get something published, try to get something published that I wrote. But anyway, point is nobody's paying me to write anything, but I do love it. 
And it's one of the ways that I've always had an easier time expressing myself because saying things out loud can sometimes be difficult, especially if they're really weighted emotionally. So some of my most traumatic experiences, I find, you know, I do want to talk about them in therapy. However, they get kind of stuck in my throat. (laughs) You know, I want to say the words, but like, you know, that lump in your throat before you're really about to like cry in a situation. It's kind of like that. And it just really is like stuck there. And I just can't put it into words. You know, I can't articulate it. Like I'm just, you know, it's, I'm a mess. So the great thing is I can always email my therapist, which is awesome. And I decided like in, to get this shit out, I'm going to write it, you know, that way I can so much better articulate it and then we're golden and then we can discuss that. And so this is one of the things that I've discovered, like sometimes, you know, if you're able to email your therapist and, you know, make sure that it's still confidential, I have anxiety, I have to make sure of these things. But like, yeah, if you're able to do that, like if you have another avenue to communicate what it is that you wanna say, it's kind of awesome you know, and because sometimes you really can't, you even with a stranger that like, you know, you have this sort of confidentiality with like, you can't, you still can't express it. And it's like, it's super, super tough. So I totally recommend that to anybody who's struggling with kind of getting it out, vocalizing it, whatever, saying it out loud, you know, at least in the beginning, like if you have another way of communicating it, do that golden fucking tip. I just discovered this amazing. Also, if you if you are thinking about, you know, getting into doing some therapy or whatever, do it. Sign up. I mean, and guys, if I get sponsored, I will fucking tell you guys, um, you know, what website I went to. But there's a lot of great, you know, online resources for sure. And I will drop some in the episode description. All right. So the other thing I have discovered, my self-discovery journey, I have discovered that like as much of a mess as I am (laughs) of a person, I always kind of think about myself as just not being a fully formed person, just that like failure to launch sort of like gal that is stuck in like, I don't know, just like not fully developed person. I always have felt that way about myself. And a lot of people kind of assign that to me, right? And that's that's one of the points that I also should touch on too, smaller points, is that like I've realized that like people really do fucking box you in. I mean, people who have known you the longest or just like in a certain context or whatever, like they just like box you in as like this is who you are as if people cannot change or grow or anything and they don't I don't even think it's done maliciously I don't think that like they notice that they're doing it or that they mean to do it but they truly do fucking box you in and I think I've probably talked about this before but like with people that you with these types of people whether it be like family or like you know friends that you've grown up with you sort of revert into the person that they think that you are because you know that like that's what they expect from you. <laughs> it's so fucking bizarre. Um, but it happens and it's like kind of like fucked up and it like kind of is draining. At least it is for me. 
It's like you're like you're putting on this show. It's like actually not you. So one of the things that I've discovered is that I am a fucking fully formed person. Now, I'm still a mess, you know, like just that's how I think of myself because I know that there are so many things that I could be doing much, much better. However, I am a fully formed person and I don't want to allow any longer people kind of like pushing and pulling and you know trying to weave the web of who I am and telling me who I am like I don't want to allow that shit anymore um because it it fucks with me like it sincerely fucks with me heavily as a person who already kind of has struggled with identity issues it really doesn't help for other people to like tell you who you are and who you're gonna be and like where you're going to go and what you're going to (laughs) do. It doesn't help me. And I just have decided to like refuse to allow people to do that. Like I tell people like now, no, (laughs) fucking no, I am not going to let you tell me who I am. Now, I still also, you know, don't think that I'm perfect. I mean, I still do struggle with it sometimes especially like with family and like you know i don't know like people that you're extremely close to sometimes you struggle because like you have to pick your battles like you only have so much energy and you have to like really kind of pick your battles and like where you're going to put that energy and it's really important to also protect your energy huge but yeah like sometimes i still do struggle with that but for the most part i would say that i think that i'm getting more vocal with like no it's not who the fuck I am. Like, that's not what I like. I know that you think that's what I like. I know that, you know, in the past, maybe I did like this or like that. But it's not who the fuck I am. You know, people. Also, the other thing that I really fucking discovered was that, like, people really do, like, project shit onto you. Like, I I notice. I spy <laughs> with my little eye. Like, so like now it's like the world has opened up for me like i have i'm able to see now like how many times people actually project certain things onto me where it's like they're insecure with themselves and they're projecting and it's like wait you know i get it you want to be confident you really do and but don't don't like try to like project and like try to you know sneak this and like do shit to like you know step on other people (laughs) to make your like to big yourself up you know what I mean like I don't know how how to put that but I just feel like there's a lot of people who you know in order to exude some false sense of like confidence they have to sort of like project their insecurities onto another person or you know kind of like step on someone a little bit to like elevate themselves and people do that all day long and also like i notice that the things that people don't like about themselves like they will also project them onto you like i've had this experience quite a number of times and it's like wait like you have a problem with that with yourself that has nothing to do with me like why are you bringing me into this so bizarre 
And I mean, we can really only control ourselves and how we react to things. But I will say that I think it's important to assert yourself sometimes to say, I mean, and again, sometimes you have to pick your battles. But I think it is important to insert yourself and be like, hey, like, that's not how I feel. That's your problem, honey. Like, that is not my problem. That is not my thing. Like, you have that problem. You feel that way about yourself. Don't try to, you know, mess up my vibes. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. So... That's one thing that I another thing that I've, you know, sort of discovered is like, like, yeah, people do really, really fucking project shit onto you and you really have to kind of like watch the company that you keep. And sometimes you can't really, really filter it out that well. But I think when you assert yourself enough, people realize that like unless they want to pick a battle, like unless they are ready with the energy that it takes to like fucking pick that battle with you, then they shouldn't you know, fucking do those things. And that's how you train other human beings. Because the less you assert yourself, the more people feel like I think that they can do those things and they can say things and then like whatever. But the more you assert yourself, the less I think people are willing to sort of like, like, <laughs> you know, do those things because they know it'll be a fight, you know. So it, it does take some energy at first but i think it like is well worth it because over time everybody who deals with you will kind of know like oh i'm not gonna say this kind of shit to this person because like i know that it's gonna be a battle royale you know <laughs> so that's kind of the the phase that where i am um in general because i feel like I feel there has been so many times recently where I feel like I'm a fucking puppet and like people, other people have the strings. Like I'm at the mercy of other people a lot and like other people are in control and I'm not. And like they're fucking just moving me around this way and that way, telling me who I am, telling me what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do, what I can and can't do. And like all this shit. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you know, like, no, you know. I'm not going to allow it because I'm my own person. And again, this can be really difficult. I mean, <laughs> I as old as I am, like I'm just now discovering this and I'm just kind of figuring out my voice and like how I can, you know, kind of assert that to say like back the fuck off. But it is like quite difficult. So don't feel bad if like you're still not in a, in a moment in your life where you've gathered enough strength to be able to you know sort of draw those lines in the sand um the other thing i've discovered is that like it's really hard to admit yourself admit to yourself that like people that you really do enjoy and like want to be around can be toxic like <laughs> and also like it's even harder than that it's harder to admit to yourself that like you can be toxic as well now, you guys know from if you've listened to this podcast before that I have no issues admitting my own toxicity, you know, I get it. <laughs> like I know the levels on which I'm toxic. But shockingly enough, I fucking discovered some, uh, some other layers of my toxicity. The other night I got drunk <laughs> and I was like calling down my fucking call list. 
you know, because like as a drunk girl, I just am like the one that's like scrolling through my contact list. I hate this about me, but I'm like scrolling through my contact contact list and like calling everybody that I don't normally do not talk to, don't even fucking like necessarily, and like will call to talk because I'm fucking wasted. And there were a couple people I called that like like that I had kind of like beef with right um I guess I didn't really have beef with them they had beef with me so there was this one girl that I called and basically a couple birthdays ago I like got and I've lost all concept of time so I don't even remember which birthday this was but it was recent and in the last year or two and like one of one of the celebratory things that I did was like I went to this party. This party was for like this this girl. Let's call her Marshmallow. <laughs> let's just call her Marshmallow. <laughs> Marshmallow <laughs> had a friend and let's call this friend Lila. Marshmallow had a friend, Lila, who was having a, who whose birthday was on July 18th. My birthday is on July 19th. So on July 17th, there was this party going on. It started around 10 o'clock p.m. And I was attending this party. Wait, no, no, sorry. July 18th. <laughs> July 18th, it was, this party started at 10 p.m. And it was really in celebration of Lila's birthday. Now, let's call this other person Rose. Rose was also another friend of Marshmallow's, probably Marshmallow's best friend. And Lila's birthday party was being held at Rose's house. And so this whole party was filled with like people that they all knew. Marshmallow, Rose, and Lila, and all their acquaintances and associates but mainly Lila's associates and people, because obviously, like, again, this was her celebratory birthday thing. Now, the fact that, like, it was July 18th and, like, my birthday was on the 19th, and also me and Marshmallow had been friends for, for a very long time. Like, she obviously invited me, and I also knew Lila and Rose. Like, I had met them not too long before that, a couple of months before that. So <laughs> I went over there because, like, I was just gearing up to celebrate my own birthday. You know what I mean? So I show up now this when I showed up, like it was after a long fucking day of debauchery and drinking and fucking getting high and like whatever on marijuana, nothing fucking crazy. But yeah, I was just I was just not myself. Like I was drunk. I mean, I was myself, but like the drunk version of me. (laughs) And so I came and honestly, like I am not. I'm so weird because like I'm an introvert. But at the same time. I I'm not like a I don't like I don't want to like be like not the like I want to bring some life to the party. I may not be the life of the party, but I'm going to bring a lot of life to the party. Basically, I if for any of you people who give a fuck about Zodiacs like I'm. I believe in the cusp and the cuspology or whatever, because 
technically I'm a Cancer Leo cusp. And even if you're if you don't subscribe to that, like I'm a Cancer and then my rising is in Leo and like my Mercury is in Leo and all this shit in Leo. And so I'm like this really like sort of odd person because I like a lot of people sort of think of me when they first meet me, like they don't think that I'm like in a lot of situations, I should say, like when people first meet me, like they don't think that I'm like a water sign because I'm just gregarious and like I'll talk to new people and I won't give a fuck. Right. But it, it's at a price like I'm not naturally I wouldn't say I, I have the desire to talk to like everybody and fucking have a good time and like like just rage and have fun. I have the desire, but like getting up the the stones to do it isn't the easiest thing in the world. Which I think like a lot of people can relate to if you're going somewhere where you don't really know anyone. Like I feel like there's, you know, a lot of people can relate to the anxieties that bef- come with that. Um, So anyway, going to this party, I knew, you know, even in my drunken <laughs> fucking haze, my tipsy haze, I should say, I knew that like I was going into a place where like the vast majority of people there, like I did not know. And even the ones that I did, like, I wasn't really super close to them, except for, like, Marshmallow, who, honestly, like, we've always had, like, a good relationship. But I think it's one of those relationships that have always been good because it was kind of at a distance. You know, those friends that you just kind of call up and talk to and, like, hang out with maybe, like, once in a blue moon. And it's always all good because, like, you don't actually hang out for real. Like, it's not like you're going to parties and fucking like I don't know like you're not really like in the mix with them this is the best way I could put it like if you go you have a friend that you go grab coffee with you know what I mean and you specifically talk about like certain topics it's like easy you know but like if you kind of incorporate them really into your life like it probably wouldn't glean the same results and you guys probably wouldn't be really good friends so I feel like that's kind of how it was but anyway I went over there and in knowing this, I was like, it's OK. I want to go over there. I want to have a fucking and my goal, by the way, was to fucking rage. I wanted to go there and like hang over three it up, like hang over five. Like I just really wanted to get trash and like wasted. And that's how I would count it as a win. Um, <laughs> I don't know why this was my goal, but it was. So I just kind of dressed up. in this loud orange number orange peachy number it was really cute and then I went over there by myself and like I said marshmallow was there Lila was there obviously Rose was there didn't really know those them that well but then everybody else at the party I didn't, I didn't even fucking know who they were there was one girl one other girl that I knew who she was from like high school and in high school like honestly I knew her but like I didn't give a shit about her you know what I mean so, yeah, I showed up and pretty much like I was just right away, like beelining to this table full of alcohol and it had all sorts. We're talking like Hennessy's, tequilas, vodkas, whatever you name it, they had it. And I'm sitting there taking shots of every fucking thing mixing everything wine whatever the fuck like i'm drinking i'm just fucking being a lush drinking everything 
And before you know it, I'm like laughing with everyone, talking with everyone, like liquid courage a little bit. But like, honestly, I came there tipsy. And so I was just in everybody's face, smoking, whatever the fuck. I was doing everything. And I got super trashed, obviously. I remember going out, sitting on the porch and like fucking like, I don't know. I think I at one point I wanted to leave, but I fell asleep on the porch and he tried to wake me up. They like fucking hosed me down and wake me up. No jokes. And I, I and like obviously was not even coherent. They had to like carry me inside. A bunch of guys that you know carried me inside. I was asleep on the floor. I woke up the next morning fucking asleep on the floor of this girl Rose's house. First of all, and by the way, obviously, like they told me I threw up. I don't even fucking believe that. I th- like I feel like I threw up. Like like I did throw up, but I threw up like outside when I was sitting on the porch like i threw up a little bit on myself but like i didn't like throw up everywhere you know what i mean and i did see several other people throwing up throughout the night by the way so anyways i woke up i'm like looking up i see fucking some some guy's shoes (laughs) like is the first thing i saw when i woke up because there was like two or three people asleep on the couch and i just got up washed my face and like fucking whatever fucked off home and then i got home i was in bed for like five ten minutes and i felt better all of a sudden and i was like let's go like let's go have this brunch like blah 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 and so i we go and i go to this brunch with these girls marshmallow included and lila as well and then like some other people the bitch from high school and like some other people as well rose didn't come and honestly that brunch was whack as fuck i wanted to go and like have brunch and sit down like have a good time and like you know pad my hangover with more mimosas because usually i'm the person like i don't really have really bad hangovers i knew i would i knew i would have a hangover from that but like, i really don't have like hangovers or like and if i do feel like a little ugh, you know i don't feel nauseous it's like just like a little bit of a headache and whatever so I figure, like, I drink some more mimosas, get some water in me, get some breakfast in me, and it's fine. Well, boy, was I fucking wrong, because these bitches were like, <laughs> it's rude what I'm about to say, but I just feel like these bitches are just whack. Like, marshmallows is fucking, <laughs> it's so wrong that I'm saying this, but I just feel like it's true. Like, marshmallow is just a whack-ass bitch. Like, if you're going to go to brunch with me, <laughs> You, we gotta book this shit like it's mid july okay we're in a hot spot location like i just feel like you should know obviously brunch is a huge thing like let's fucking like book a place in advance a little bit but here's the thing about marshmallow she's always on broke bitch time like since i knew this girl like and we kind of grew up together. She is always on broke bitch time. And here's what I mean. I mean that. She's that girl that like does not have the funds to be going out, but like wants to go out and makes it your problem. You know, like that girl that you just. Oh, like I'm here's let me let me pl- let me do a conversation simulation for you guys. Bring bring. Hello. Hey, Marshmallow. Hey, what's up? 
I'm going to go to the mall. I want to get this outfit for this party that I'm going to go to on Saturday. Are you going to the party? Um, I'd like to go if I'm invited. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you're invited. Like, totally come. But, like, yeah, I'm going to go to the mall and pick up some stuff because, like, I don't really have anything that I want to wear. And I want to get something new. Do you want to come? Um, not really because, like, I, like, don't really have the money right now. I mean, I really want to go to the mall. It would be, like, my dream. It would make my day so much better. I've been having, like, the worst week ever. And this is, like, the one thing that would be a pick-me-up. But, like, obviously I can't go because I don't have the money. And it was literally just, you know, obviously there's no reason for me to go. So, hey, hey, Marshmallow, you, we can go. I mean, I'll get you something if you want, if you want me. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, I don't mind. Okay, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, totally. That's that conversation all the time. Or even worse than that, like even fucking worse than that. Remember the time where like I was like, I'm going to go get my nails done. And this bitch was like, okay. And I was like, do you want to come? Because like, honestly, I've always like, <sighs> okay, we'll talk. We'll talk about what I'm going to say after. But I, I asked her like, okay, do you want to come? She's like, yeah. And then she fucking comes over. We go get our nails done. And it's time to fucking pay. And this bitch is like, oh, you invited me. Like, I thought I thought you were paying. And I'm like, no. And she's like, oh, well, I don't have the money. <laughs> and I was fully tempted to be like, well, fuck you and like walk out. But like, obviously, I'm not that much of an asshole. And I, but it was like, I said, I'm going to get my nails done. I go, do you want to come? And you assume that like that means I'm paying for you. Like, what am I? You're fucking man like what the fuck is wrong with you you know what i mean so she's done shit like that she's always on broke bitch time and honestly like i keep like it's my problem like it honestly is my problem because like i keep expecting i kept expecting her to you know not be because like it'd be I, I really don't connect with this girl like that often it would be like i talk to her whatever we hang out and like i don't talk to her for like seven to eight months and then like you know then we hear from each other and we hang out you know years go by and then we hang out so it's like you expect somebody to be in a different position or a different place or whatever the case may be but like nothing ever changes so yeah um <laughs> that's what she was always on so just to put it that way because like if you're gonna go to a brunch on a biz on the busiest brunch day and like whatever for somebody's birthday it's just like book it book it bitch book it in advance and, like, I could have booked it, but, like, it's my birthday brunch that I've been talking about for whatever. Point is, it, we didn't have a reservation, and we ended up waiting a long time. And if anyone knows anything, if anyone knows anything about um, hot-ass fucking South Florida, it's, like, hell's fucking butt crack. It's so hot, especially in July. And it was, like, hundred-something degrees outside, boiling fucking hot. We're standing there, we're fucking waiting. I'm miserable. I'm starting to sweat alcohol out of my body. 
and I just feel fucking awful. And then we finally sit down, but we have to sit outside. And they have these all these fans running, but like even the waitress is like fucking melting. And people keep ordering these sizzling fajita platters that like I felt were like making it even worse and just exacerbating the situation. And then like there were like I feel like I kept asking for water and not getting it because like <laughs> obviously it was like bottomless mimosas and it's just the alcohol also was like making me hotter. So it was just fucking miserable the whole time. I was not in a good mood. And then like just ugh, it was just the worst. And I felt like she also had an attitude the whole time. It was just it was just bad. It was just like not a good vibe. And then she also I remember like during the brunch, what little I remember was that like she they were first of all, they were telling me like what like Lila was fucking telling me like, oh, what happened last night? Bitch, I'm not a ha- what happened last night ass bitch. Like unless <laughs> unless there's something that's gonna change my day to day life, like oh, you contacted this person and it's like, it's going to change my day-to-day life. Like, moving on from that night, I don't really give a fuck what happened the night before. I don't care if I fucking stood on a fucking bar and danced unless it ended up on CNN and it's going to affect my daily life. I don't give a fuck what happened the fuck the last night. Annoying. (laughs) But, like, whatever. But, like... Yeah, I was just not in the best mood either. I was just a miserable bitch. And then, like, also Marshmallow had an attitude. She was like, oh, yeah, Rose is complaining because somebody broke her, like, daughter's, like, favorite toy or something. Oh, I think think someone fell on it, whatever. And, like, kept, I felt like she was kind of making reference to the fact, like, people were carrying me and maybe, like, I fell and whatever. Like, maybe, like, the... I don't know. I think she was trying to blame me for that when honestly, this, this place that we were at was pretty like it was it was Rose's house. Her house is not that sizable. And there were a good like 30 people, 40 people in that small ass fucking place and tall ass dudes and fully fucking drunk ass girls. Even by the time I got there. So like, honestly, it could have been any fucking body. But even if it was me, go fuck yourself. Why did you why did you leave anything that you're afraid of being broken out at a party where you know like a bunch of like fucking degenerates are gonna be and anything can fucking happen? Go fuck yourself, like prepare better, bitch. And even like the way that it was being brought up, like I didn't give a fuck to be quite honest with you. I was already miserable and like just like I don't like the passive aggressive way that it was being brought up, like I didn't give a fuck at all whatsoever. ever. Okay, so from this brunch, I ended up going home, showered, felt a little bit better, but then I went to, like, my friend's house, went in the pool, definitely felt better, like, just wind down my day, <laughs> literally wind down my day, like, had some more wine, like, just had a good time, whatever. And basically, she was one of the people I called when I was drunk because, I, I don't know, like, I was just going through my call list, Okay. I never talked to, by the way, I never talked to Marshmallow again after that. Like, never talked to her. Because I just, like, her vibe was just, like, ugh. And, like, honestly, I hated her friends. Like, Lila was okay. She was, she was okay. And I didn't have a problem with Lila. But, like, all of her other friends, uh, especially Rose, fucking cunt. And if you're calling that cunt your best friend, you're a cunt, too. Obviously. 
So I just the whole thing was like to me, and it was a series of unfortunate events that I'm not going to delve into. I think I have an episode dedicated to it. But point is, like, I was just like not talking to that bitch. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't need her in my life. She's just like bad vibes. So yeah, called her when I was drunk, and I was talking to her, and she was. I was like, oh hey, how are you? Like, are you alive? You know, like what the fuck? How are you? And she's like, oh, good. And anyway, like in the conversation, she decides to like be a boss ass bitch and and not be passive aggressive this time and like actually speak her mind. Right. Which on the one hand, I respect, but like I don't actually respect it because it's like a year or more later and I called you, you know, whatever. So she's just saying, well, she and she actually no, she was kind of passive aggressive, but at least she had the balls to say to like bring it up. You know what I mean? So she starts talking about that night and like how she didn't like my behavior. She thought it was like a cry for help. Um, she didn't. She never like, you know, saw me drunk, that, that drunk, whatever. And just kind of like condescending, you know what I mean? And then um, she was also saying shit like, oh, yeah, like, you know, you kind of threw up at her house and she was upset. And that's why she didn't come to the brunch and then had to go back and like clean it up. And like, I felt embarrassed because you were you were my friend. And I always talked like really, you know, great about you. And then like, you know, they were just pissed at me and I had to deal with all of that. And then I tried to talk to you about it the next day or whatever. But like you didn't really um, apologize for it. like you didn't care. You know, I felt you didn't care. So I just stopped talking to you. Blah, 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 blah. First of all, I have a really, really fucking good memory. I have a really fucking good memory, knock on wood. And I do not remember this bitch talking to me the next day or whatever the fuck. What I do remember is that I changed my number and I told this bitch I changed my number. And um, that was about it. She, I don't even think she texts back. And then also, like, I don't recall having a conversation because, like, after leaving that brunch, that was it. We never fucking spoke. But, like, even if, like, in my alcohol-induced frenzy, whatever, like, it slipped my mind or what, I I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. Even in the conversation when I realized, like, she's talking, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, no. I go, no, it wasn't a cry for help. No, it was my fucking night of my birthday. Like, at midnight that night, it was my birthday, <laughs> right, at this party. I fucking raged. I admit that like I could have, you know, um, no, what I said, I actually apologize. I'm sorry because I know that it was your friend's house. So I really shouldn't have done that because they really weren't my friends at the end of the day. Like it was your friends. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, like I, it has nothing to do with anything. Like I was having a fucking fun time. I got fucking trashed and yeah, like, I don't know. I had no clue that, like, oh, I threw up all over her house. Like, I had no clue about that. There were so many people throwing up at that fucking party. And she goes, yeah, there were. And I'm like, yeah, there were. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, whatever. Like, I, you know, like I said, I'm sorry that, you know, it, I, you know, it happened at your friend's house. You know, if it was my friend, it would be fucking different. But, like, you know, whatever. And I had no clue that you had to, like, go over there and clean it up and answer for it like there was never a conversation about that and i also don't recall us having a like you're saying that we did which you know who knows maybe i was drunk i have no clue but like you you're saying that we had a conversation i don't even fucking remember that conversation what i can tell you is that like yeah like sorry for that happening at your friend's house but at the end of the day like 
you know, I was just having my fucking fun and it is what it is. Like literally. And when I heard myself saying it is what it is, I knew in that moment, like I genuinely also didn't fucking give a fuck at all. And I also like if she did have a conversation with me, I believe that if if I was drunk and she was talking to me that I also probably I could have even said to her, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, cause I didn't, and I still don't. <laughs> like, I still fucking don't. Rose, Ro- like, I don't want to make this, you know, whole thing, but like, Rose talked to my friend crazy and like literally made her cry, like, over something that she was clearly insecure about. <laughs> it was like, I could give a fuck if I threw up at that bitch's house. I would have thrown up in that bitch's face. Like, I don't give a fuck. You know, like, you don't even fucking know me. Like, first, I've never seen you like that. Like, you don't, cause we don't you don't even fucking know me like that and of all the things like i've we probably knew each other for like over 12 years and of all the things that like i've been <laughs> like there for you paid for you did all this shit for you and kind of just still was your friend even though like i had no absolute reason to be because you're a fucking loser like even like that being you decide like you're not going to talk to me or some shit like that first of all i thought i decided not to talk to her but secondly like fuck you bitch like i don't give a fuck wish well wishes fuck you bitch and we had that conversation and she was also talking to me about like she was i feel like i, I don't remember exactly what was said because also when i called her i was drunk as well <laughs> but like I, I felt like she was making like little digs and shit i don't remember but i feel like she was <laughs> and yeah she no she was because she was like Oh, she was talking about her another ex friend or whatever that came back into her life and like an ex best friend that came back into her life and was only using her for some fucking shit or whatever. And she's like, Yeah, you know, I have all these friends that, you know, I kind of like stop being friends with because they're toxic, but they always just pop up again, you know, in my life. And I was like, <laughs> I go, I go, yeah, I go, you know, toxic people attract toxic people. And I was like, you know, people, some people are just like leeches and needy ass people and they do leech themselves onto other people to if they need something from if they need something from you, they'll always pop up. I'm like and I go, you know, I'm the type of person that like I don't need anything from anybody. So I don't give a fuck. That's why I, that's why I don't you know what I mean? I I purposely did that dig at her because I know she, it kind of probably triggered her because I because she was like, yeah, you didn't care, whatever. So it's like yeah i'm the type of person like i don't need anything from anybody so you know i don't give a fuck like at all whatsoever (laughs) like i talk to the fuck i want to talk to i don't care um but yeah she's just being like a little bit of a bitch like that so anyway the conversation ended she was telling me she also was telling me about how like miserable she was with her latest breakup all this shit whatever like who gives a fuck point is i was like oh when i hung up i was like oh shit like you know i got some that was some deep ass beef that like i didn't even know about that was going on she probably like this whole time these whole two years she probably was talking shit or like felt a way about me that like and i haven't even thought about that hoe so <laughs> like it's kind of nuts you know to find out that you have this beef in the streets that you don't even really know about so then i call this other dude <laughs> that i've talked about on the podcast before I call him because he's always he's always on the list of like a drunk call and he knows it. So we we start talking, flirting, doing whatever the fuck we always do. And 
he brings up this time where like I told okay so I told him that he could come and come to because I had planned I was planning this whole holiday thing and I really wanted him to come and visit me and at the time I was living in Atlanta and I was like I wanted him to come and visit me and for us to do this whole thing and so I invited him to come in and do that however how the fuck ever like circumstances drastically changed I ended up moving pretty quickly from Atlanta to Maryland with one of my fucking wild ass friends that I'm no longer friends with. And yeah, I, I was in this whole situation. And I think like I, I might have changed my number. I don't fucking know. But point being, this guy still fucking caught. He came. He fucking showed up at the, at the date and time that like we had agreed upon before. And when I say like it was it was one conversation like it was like this is what we're going to you know I would like you to do like whatever will come and visit me and blah, blah blah and he didn't it wasn't like a conversation where he was like okay I'm but I'm buying I'm gonna buy a flight right now or I'm gonna do it wasn't like that it was like literally like this is what I'd like to do oh yeah that sounds good whatever and so he literally fucking comes and like that's really cool like that's really like Cinderella Disney movie style fucking fairy tale shit like you just show up you know what i mean like if 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 everything was still the same i would have been so excited and been like oh hey you're in town like come on and but like things had drastically changed by then. it was months later i no longer lived in the state like yeah the fuck and i, I like i said i believe i changed my number at that time like i always change my number and so like i like he said something about being fucking stranded he goes remember that time where you left me stranded in atlanta bitch <laughs> and i just kind of like i didn't even want to hear about it because like i'm especially my drunk self like i'm gonna i'm just gonna tell you like the truth which is that like fuck you like fuck off like you're like what why did you even come like you have to confirm things like for real like you gotta like if you're coming if you're gonna fly and come in to town just and this is for everybody this is advice i don't know because spontaneity is cool but like i'm also the kind of person that like and i tell people like i love spontaneity but the truth is like if you're gonna come to my fucking humble abode you need to tell me in advance that you're coming it's just etiquette one-on-one also, like, um, when I say that, I mean, like, you live, we live in the same state or whatever, and you're going to come over to my house. Like, you can't just pop up. Like, tell me you're fucking coming, okay? And then the other thing, too, if you're going out of town for a girl or for a guy, like, bitch, do not just show up. <laughs> like, that's not cool. You might be wasting your money and your time. You need to, like, if you're really going to come and fucking see me, because I'm a flaky motherfucker. If you're really going to fucking come and see me, we got to be talking about the shit. We got to call. I, we got to have a call and a several calls. And, like, I got to know when you're at the airport, you just boarded your flight. Oh, you just landed. Like, whatever. Like, the whole shebang. Like, I got to be, like, in on this whole thing with you. It's not just, like, a show up and surprise. Like, even if I was dating somebody for, like, two fucking years or whatever, like, I would still like a little bit of notice and you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just think that's, that's kind of fucking nuts. It's very romantic. Don't get me wrong, but like, don't fucking be mad at me for that shit. Like when you're a psycho. Um, so I didn't really even delve into it. I didn't even fucking, but I could hear in his voice and shit. Like he, this is something he's still harboring and holding on to. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I think I said something like, 
I think you should just let that go. <laughs> like a toxic ass statement. But I was like, I think you should just let that go. Um, And he did this little like humorless laugh or whatever. But anyway, post that conversation, I realized that like, yeah, I have some beef in these streets. Like people are out here mad at me and shit. And like, I have no clue really, you know, the level of big mad that they are. And so that's just very interesting. That's one of the things that I've heard is that like, I've, maybe I'm a toxic, maybe I'm, a, I've always prided myself on being like an actual good friend and like whatever. But like, yeah, like maybe I'm a toxic person in a lot of people's stories and a lot of people's lives because of some of the shit that I've pulled and like to be quite honest both those examples that I just gave you guys I do not give a fuck like probably give a fuck more about like the second one because I genuinely like genuinely like him as a person and you know I that sucks so I probably do give more of a fuck about that but like still you know at the end of the day, I just feel like, damn, <laughs> I didn't know that I, I was that impactful. And that segues into another thing that I want to, you know, mention that I discovered is that, dude, like, I have a huge fucking impact to, like, I don't know, like, I could, the other energy that I've felt a lot recently in general is that people's, like, enviousness people's like jealousy and shit like that kind of coming out to play when it comes to me which is like weird because i'm one of those people who truly not just like on some boring toxic positivity shit but like truly i'm in competition only with myself i only give a fuck about myself i don't care about you i don't care what you look like i don't care what you're about i really just am in only competition with myself and when i say competition with myself i mean like I would love to be a better version of myself than I was yesterday or whatever last hour ago. And that's about it. Like, it's not about anyone else. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you do you, boo. Like, if you look good, great. If you don't, I don't care. Like, <laughs> everybody has off days. I get it, you know? I just don't give a fuck. Um, so, yeah. So, point is... I um <laughs> I realized that like yeah like I'm very fucking influential. People do honestly really have come well people have come off as like very jealous and like you know very uh like envious <laughs> like i don't know like whether it's of my i don't know what it's of like whether it's of my confidence my intelligence my uh and, and not to sound conceited but like it's just shit that i've truly fucking noticed for real like they they're mad they're the people are mad the girls are mad um and i don't know i i think that like it's a one of like it's a, the whole point of that being is that it's important to realize that you a lot of you guys that don't think that you're impactful you really really fucking are people really like because i've had situations where like if i'm not saying anything like nothing's being said like if i'm like I, the the level of attention that people pay to like what i'm doing is fucking nuts like 
because I think, like I said, I think like a lot of times I'm like, I'm a mess, like whatever. Like, let me, let me be in my own little corner, my own little chair, you know, <laughs> but, but like people really pay the fuck attention to like what I'm doing, what I'm saying, who I'm with, like where I'm going, comment on it, you know, like try to control it to a certain degree. Like it's kind of nuts. And I, I just want to say that, like, I've realized that I'm a very impactful person. Everything I say, like my statements do pack a punch for people. Um, you know, I've got long lasting effects on people's lives. And pe people can sometimes like, you know, be a little envious of your girl. Um, and I think like some of you guys that again, like that you that maybe if you don't think that you're impactful, think again, like you probably fucking are because it took me a long time to realize that I really I'm a person who mostly likes to be left alone. And I really didn't think that people were paying attention to me or had a reason to. But like, I think really what it is, is that like if you're a person who enjoys just like fucking not enjoys, but like you just are yourself as much as possible people like really tune into that because i really i've realized too that people are really not their authentic selves most of the time they're just showing you a face and so if you're a person who's living authentically and being yourself you really will attract a lot of attention and you will garner a lot of influence uh, a, a and people like you'll just be influential because people just like they're like oh <laughs> like this person's just being themselves like they're fucking brave enough to be themselves holy shit first of all what the fuck how dare they <laughs> and second of all damn i wish that was me you know so i realized that i truly do have an impact now how to harness that impact is another skill in and of itself that i think that i still have time to hopefully have time to learn and kind of you know harness that power that i do have but like, yeah, in a good way, <laughs> not like for evil, but like in a good way. But yeah, just think about it. Like you, you probably are a lot more impactful than you think too. And let's figure out a fucking way to like harness that power. Cause baby, um, we're powerful. I'm powerful. Um, protect yourself protect your energy like all these things are very important things that I've learned you know and don't don't shrink yourself for other people don't minimize yourself like let them choke let them choke I'm a choking hazard like choke because I'm not shrinking myself so that you can digest me anymore that's kind of how I feel right now is that like I'm not going to shrink myself so that people can digest me easier. You know, open up your mind. Fucking move out of my way. I am myself and you just got to deal with it. And I'm like a very strong personality, you know, and you can fucking dislike it and you or you can like it, whatever. But it is what the fuck it is. Leave it alone because it's not going to fucking change for you at all whatsoever, you know. So on my self-discovery journey, <laughs> journey, fuck, on my self-discovery journey, these are the things that I have 
found thus far. Now, um, I'm just coming back from like a little vacation, kind of like I just went to go see my mom for Mother's Day, and I'm back, back home, and tomorrow I will go into work and, you know, deal with all this other shit. Um, but I am so thankful to have, you know, actually dedicated the time to record this episode for you guys. Okay. Not the easiest of feats, obviously, obviously, you know, it's not as easy for me as I would, you know, like it to be, but it, it has, it makes me feel so good to talk to you guys. And I hope that you guys enjoy this episode, enjoy listening to it. Hopefully you learn something from it. Um, because like I said, I mean, I learned a lot. Hopefully I articulated it well enough. I know I kind of like really went on a tangent about some of the stuff that was talked about, but, um, fuck it. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, go to therapy, figure out a way to, you know, you know, express yourself in therapy, whether it's verbally or whether it's written. Don't let anybody tell you who the fuck you are. Be yourself, like, and don't let them box you on. Like, just because your favorite color was black, like, for 20 years, and now your favorite color is blue. Your favorite color is now fucking blue. And make everybody understand that. And don't let them keep boxing you in and telling you that your favorite color is still black because that's what they remember about you. Go fuck yourself. Like, my favorite color now is blue. Get with the times kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's the best analogy that I can kind of put it as. Like, you know, don't let people box you in. Be yourself. Assert yourself. Like, you know, and don't let them fucking, you know, pull you and push you and tell you what to do all the time. And then, you know, if you if if somebody's if somebody has beef with you and they're and they and they're like you're the villain in someone's story, like honestly, it is what the fuck it is. Like apologize for what you're sorry for and if you're not sorry for the rest don't fucking apologize for it don't be fake like that's one thing i'm not gonna be fucking fake i will apologize for what i truly feel like is that i'm sorry for and the rest of it i don't give a fuck if i threw up in your house i fucking meant it i meant to throw up there (laughs) and then um you know like then don't fucking don't fucking come and buy a ticket unless like we actually have a conversation that day and like i don't know like it's a real deal thing um yeah that's like the whole recap of it but yeah i love you guys like genuinely and you probably don't fucking believe me like i said you you probably want to fucking beat me the fuck up and just and just like tell me to go fuck myself but I've, I have, I had things that I needed to do and learn clearly, and that was where I was, and here is where I am. Um, also, I also want to update you guys. I went to a drag, drag show Mother's Day brunch. That shit was fucking fun. Um, I went to Lips in Atlanta. It's, there's also one in, I think there is still one in Miami um you can look it up online lips and it's just like a drag show performance and um like i said combo brunch a really strange place to take your traditional mother you know for a 
for our Mother's Day brunch. But still. Um, and this and I wanted to share this because like the whole time, like almost the whole weekend, because I knew we were going to this brunch. Uh, oh, and by the way, my mom had a great time. But but because I knew we were going to this brunch, I had this moment in my fucking head rent free. And I want to play it for you guys because it's so fucking hysterical. Like, this is the first time a drag queen has ever been put on the uh, cover A drag queen? <laughs> a drag queen? I am the queen of drag. <laughs> I, 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 I fucking love that moment so much because it's so fucking hysterical. A drag queen. A drag queen. I am the queen of drag. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, so I thought I'd fucking share it with you guys. But yeah, I had such a great time at that fucking venue. It was so fun. And my mom had a great time. My sister had a great time. We we're dancing. You know what? Clap it up for the LGBTQ community, especially the drag queens. Just making it fun for us all. Um, and yeah, I hope that you guys are all well, have been doing well as I've been, you know, kind of off grid. Um, I hope that you continue to do well and you continue to thrive and you just heed any of any seg segments of the advice that I've given. If it works for you and it's good for you, I think it's all good for you. But if you need it and it works for you, you have my support. Don't forget that you can email me anytime, localneighborhoodbaby at gmail.com. And then you can also check out the website, stressdepressedanxious.com. And that you can follow me on Twitter, SD underscore anxious, or on Instagram at SD anxious. What the fuck is up with Elon Musk buying Twitter supposedly? And what the hell is up with Facebook and meta shit? I'm so fucking sick of these weirdo tech developers and their fucking weirdo schemes and plans like i already watched a movie don't look up like this plot is not fucking original i'm so <laughs> it's like it's like actually ridiculous like i'm over it over it um but yeah follow me on twitter <laughs> sd underscore anxious um and i will be posting on there now I do have an episode, like I said, in the archives and the backlogs that I do need to post for you guys. It it's amazing. It is two awesome guests on there. I won't even tell you guys who, um, but you guys will love that episode when I post it. So should be up, you know, pretty soon. And yeah, you know, until next time, take care of yourselves. Have a day, month, week, year free of stress, depression, and anxiety. Love you. Until next time. Bye.